Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Lofa Tatupu, a long-tenured NFL player who spent an awful lot of his career with Pete Carroll, both collegiately and up in Seattle, is nice enough to join us here on Damon and Ratto. Lofa, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good, fellas, and yeah, defense wins championships. I heard you there. Yeah, and the 49ers, they got an awful, awful lot of it. We, we, we brought you on to really get a thumbnail sketch of who Pete Carroll is because you do know him so well. You've been in a million meetings, a hundred games, and you know dozens of huddles. So we'll get into all that. But before we we get into Seattle, as someone who I'm guessing still watches the league, what have you thought of the 49ers specifically defensively from what you've seen from them this year? I mean, they're insane. They can, they're fully loaded at every position. Um, that front seven is really incredible. They, um, they're so strong and fast up front that I don't think that, uh, you know, it's hard to say that Fred Warner's underrated, but him and Dre Greenlaw, Shair, you know, like Al Sayer, all those guys, man, they're one of the best linebacking groups I've seen. And, um, you know, so then you, you couple that with, uh, that secondary. Ward's been playing great. And then, of course, shout out to my boy, Talanoa Hufanga, USC, fight on. So they, they got it in every position, and, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough day. But, um, you know, if anybody could do it, Geno Smith in this offense. Is, this, is, is the 49er defense one that just basically has great players, or is there something about the scheme that makes it unusual and more difficult to cope with? It's just speed and power at every position. Um, just incredible athletes. Um, you know, I think D'Amico does a great job, just like uh, before him, Salah. You know, they, they've always had really talented players, but if they don't play within the scheme, then, you know, it doesn't work. And so they all they trust and rely on each other. But when that, when that ball's thrown or, when, you know, when the play's snapped and, and you know where it's going, it is just chaos. You know, everybody all has to the ball, and they, they show up and, and with a bad attitude, man. Lofa Tupu. 
Nice enough to join us here on 95.7 The Game, getting you ready for a little 49ers and Seahawks. And uh, it went away for a year or two, but boy, it feels like there's an opportunity here for the rivalry to officially be right back on. And Pete Carroll basically, you know, has gone so far out of his way to praise the Niners for how good they are and how hard of a game this is going to be in you know for for the Seahawks what is he really saying though behind closed doors what does he say to his team about you know a team that's beaten them twice I think everyone in Seattle knows that the 49ers are better I also believe that everyone in Seattle is going to kick off that game tomorrow completely convinced that they can win the game absolutely I mean you still everything was great on paper right but you still got to play the game and uh, you know what Pete's, you know, reiterating to his players is everything he's believed in, his philosophy is, you know, competition and, you know, having the chance to prove yourself, you know, especially on this big stage. And uh, so no one gave them a chance, you know, and uh, they're going to play with that chip on their shoulder. It is, you know, it's a, a familiar opponent in the division rival. And so um, I know they're excited, chomping at the bit to go play this game. And uh, it's hard to beat a team three times, as we all know. So, uh, he, we're using all that to, to our advantage. And, um, you know, he's, his philosophy, going back, playing him for uh, USC, and then even my last year in the NFL, he takes every practice, every chance of preparation, preseason, regular season, they're all the same. So that when you get to the playoffs, nothing changes, and there's no pressure, added pressure, you know, on, on players to perform to the best of their ability. And so that's definitely the message is, hey, boys, let's just go play play freely and do what we do um in terms of how they approach how a game is going to be officiated are they un are they particularly unusual in the way that they will push the, the officials early to either make calls or convince them they're not going to call something or do they just play it pretty straight and i'm not talking about playing dirty i'm just talking about if you have to hold a guy <laughs> hold a guy no no i think um you know Obviously, you do your homework in all aspects of the game. So if you if you know that there's a, a focal point of the game and, and how this certain officiating crew, you know, um, they, they uh, ref a game, if they are always looking for holding calls or if they're, um, you know, letting you play a little more physical at the point of attack when you're outside jamming a receiver, those are things that, you know, you take into account going into a game. You know your opponent, you know the officiating crew, um, just like you know your opponent. So Lofa, you're 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 drafted in what 2005? Do I have that right? Yeah. You're drafted in 2005, and a lot of people are thinking, well, you know, Pete, you coached you up, so he knew to draft you. But that's not what happened at all. That's Mike Holmgren era Seattle, <laughs> and then you have what a year of Jim Moore before Pete Carroll gets there. So, in this weird way, you know, he had been tested by the NFL. He didn't do well in the, with the New York Jets or the New England Patriots. He does exceedingly well with you and the other men of Troy as you guys win back-to-back national championships uh, at USC when Pete is there. But now you're in the NFL before he is. Like, you welcomed him to Seattle, not really the other way around. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was like and how... how did you relish the opportunity to play for Pete Carroll a second time in your life? Uh, yeah, it was it was great, man. It was a scheme I was familiar with, so 
Um, you know, there was a lot of the terms that we used down in college we brought up here. And, um, and it, it was, you know, the same way, you know, even though we were seven and nine, it was, it was a, it was a tough roster that he took over with, there was a lot of aging vets and some guys that, that left in free agency. And, and so him and John, they really went to work right away with, uh, through the draft and that 2010 class, it was a different breed. Uh, you know, just, just a, a bunch of monsters coming in. You know, you had Russell Ocone, pro bowler, Earl Thomas, the other pick in the first round, pro bowler, Golden Tate, second round, pro bowler. Um, he, he just keeps going. Cam Chancellor in the fifth round, pro bowler. Um, so it was, um, it was awesome just to see. And that's kind of what they're doing now is kind of retooling that team. We got five starters out of this draft this last, uh, year. Um, two starting tackles, a tailback in the second round, who's a beast. Um, and then two starting corners in the fourth and the fifth round. I don't, I don't see many guys, many teams starting a second or third round corner, but we got a fourth and a fifth, both starting and playing Kobe Bryant's leading or amongst the league leaders in forced fumbles, which is crazy from, from a corner, right? You expect that from a safety or a linebacker. And the Tariq Woolen, six interceptions amongst the league leaders and, um, you know, this is really only his first year playing, second year playing cornerback. Uh, he was a receiver for three years at Texas San Antonio. So I, I can imagine his ceiling is only going to be higher uh, in, the, in the next coming years. Lofa Tatupu here on 95.7 The Game. How long does it take for an established NFL veteran to really start trusting a rookie? Because uh, obviously <laughs> this has a, a, been an incredible draft class that they're having an instant level of success with up in Seattle how how long does it take before you really know all right this guy isn't just you know off to a good start but we got a player here you know um, I'm sure that the changes everybody comes in at a different maturity level um, you know a different part of their journey in life not just football so um, you know it, it could vary from from player to player you know uh, I I had a pretty quick uh you know, um, kept getting up to speed in terms of, you know, I was able to play pretty, pretty, I first started my first game just in base, but, um, you know, it was kind of all the coaching that I had at SD with Pete, you know, Rocky Seto, Ken Norton, Nick Holt, all these great coaches at Ogeron. Um, you know, we knew how to take care of our business, and that's kind of why you see these guys playing so quickly and so well. And so the trust, it builds with time, you know, and, um, and experience, and uh, I think I think they got something great here, and they trust these guys. And, um, you know, I think Tariq made a Pro Bowl. He's the first uh, first defensive Pro Bowl we had since I made it as a rookie. So, that, you know, that's saying they, uh, they trust him, you know, a lot. Um, barring turnovers, how would you uh, estimate Seattle's chances of winning tomorrow? Uh, I mean, obviously, if they could force five turnovers, they're in great shape. But... Under what non-turnover uh, circumstances would you look at the, at the Seahawks and say, "Yeah, they've got more than a counterpuncher's chance"? Yeah, no, we. I don't want to say we have to play perfect, you know, but we we have to. I know a point of emphasis, Pete, you know, uh, saying in those, those locker rooms and the meeting is, "Hey, we must protect the ball. We cannot give any opportunities to this. This offense is loaded, just like the defense." Um, I mean, you look at the skill position, McCaffrey, Kittle. Um, you're getting Elijah Mitchell healthy. You know, Debo Samuel wasn't there for the last game, which is probably why it was a little closer than, than people anticipated. Um, and then Brandon Ayuk, man, he's, he's a beast. So uh, the biggest thing is not giving them extra opportunities. And then 
we we had some red zone troubles last week uh, against the Rams, and so we we have to convert down there. Field goals will not beat this team. Lofa Tatupu. Again, the man has been to Pro Bowls. He has been a first-team All-Pro. We got our, our All-Pro list today. What does that mean? How, how did you find out that you were first-team All-Pro? I'm guessing these guys you know, get, get calls from their agents or maybe someone in, in the NFL, or maybe they just get it all over Twitter like the rest of us and, and the rest of our information. How did you find out you'd been named first-team All-Pro? Yeah, social media wasn't that big back in, back in the old days. So uh, I didn't find out on social media. I forget. I don't know. Mike Homer probably told us, you know, uh, at the team meeting and, or, or something like that. But, um, you know, it's funny because back then I think more stock was put into making the Pro Bowl because it was, it was different. Not everybody went. Like, alternates rarely went. And um, so I kind of held Pro Bowl more, more sacred than, than All-Pro because I think the media votes on All-Pro. At least they did back then. And so, you know, being part of the media right now, not all these guys actually pay attention to the game as closely as they, you know, we probably should. But um, yeah, so I always thought Pro Bowl meant a little more to me than than the All Pro that that I did get. I know that your eras did not intersect. You're listening to ninety five seven. The oh, game. Hold on, hold on. I don't know what happened there. I know your eras did not intersect in any way. But were you surprised, Lofa, to see? how much Russell Wilson struggled the minute he got out from underneath Pete Carroll's umbrella? I, I did. I was. Um, you know, I got to coach Russ for two years, and, um, you know, that guy's one of the, the, the toughest competitors there is. So, I, you know, I had to believe that, that he was struggling early on because of that, that uh, it was a lat or a shoulder injury that he did go to get uh, a procedure or, or work done in L.A. in his bye week. Um, but then... You know, uh, he did start to look like the Russell of old in the last couple games, and so maybe he carries that over. Of course, there's going to there's a coaching change now, so we'll see. It'll be interesting who gets that job and and um, and what could, what they can do to to you know recorrect course over there because that was a surprise to see you know how much they struggled to even score points, and they had a great defense. What has changed most about the game since you last played it? I, your last season was 2010 as a full-time NFL player. What, where is the biggest evolution in the sport, as far as you're concerned, that wasn't there when you were playing? I mean, bigger, faster, stronger. It, it is a much bigger, faster, stronger NFL than even just 10 years ago when I was playing. And then uh, I look at the quarterback position, um, you know, these guys, every single one of them can run. I mean, with the exception of maybe Tom Brady, who doesn't have to run, and he's 45. Uh, you know, the rest of the guys, even Joe Burrow, he knows how to get out of the pocket and, and make some plays with his legs. Uh, Gino's doing a great job up here. It's, um, they, they, but you got some really dynamic guys that, that can utilize their legs. Like, we, we just had to worry about Michael Vick, and that was uh, all 11. We had to make sure we knew where he was, put a spy on him, because um, it was it was unbelievably hard to play that guy, but um, you know, Jalen Hurts, um, you got um, over um, Lamar, uh, you got so many guys that can use their legs. Even Mahomes, it's it's you see so many guys missing at, at you know what look like easy sack attempts from for an old player like me. You're like, oh, how'd you miss the layup? But yeah, every every quarterback can can run these days, and that that adds another element that you have to be ready for and prepared to uh, defend. 
Hey, it was really good talking to you. Thank you so very much. Tell us about the Believe podcast and, and where Seahawks fans can go and, and get their information. Yeah, we're, we have a podcast going on our third year. We've done some amazing things, had a ton of guests, um, you know, a bunch of uh, former teammates of mine, and then, you know, even some of the guys that recently retired, Cliff Averill, uh, Michael Bennett's coming on next week, so that'll be fun. You don't want to miss that. It's called the Take 12 Podcast. It's available anywhere you can get your audio. And, um, yeah, it's on the Believe Podcast Network. And uh, third year, I've been, you know, just absolutely blessed to, to talk about the game I love and with the, with the people that I love too, man. It's been awesome. Hey, thank you so much. You're obviously passionate about it, and it was a wonderful uh, chance to talk to you today. We really appreciated your time, and I think we got ourselves a very good football game tomorrow afternoon. It's, it's, I, I don't think it gets out of hand. I really don't. I think Seattle's yeah. coming up here to throw punches, and hopefully the 49ers are – you know, are, are are looking at a win at the end of the fourth quarter, but I don't think it's going to be uh, you know one of those games where people are going to be looking for something else on TV after halftime. <laughs> I, it's just not how Seattle and the 49ers play. It's always a tight one. Lofa to Tupu, yeah. th- thank you so very much. Hey, playoffs, baby! Anything can happen, and you, you know you got a young rookie signal caller. You know, in prime time, only game on. We'll see how he handles it, right? So, I thank you guys for having me. Stay blessed. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.